Well, hello world, and welcome to We Live on a Planet. How are you doing? I'm your host, Patrick. You found We Live on a Planet. It's a personal journal with a variety show flair, and it's perfectly imperfect. It's done in one take, no edits, no script, just me coming out talking to you on this Monday morning, August 9th, 2021. This happens to be episode 502 in the works. I'm labeling this one, the need for certainty. Temperature wise in the fine city of Oswego, New York, it's 73 degrees currently with the feels like temperature of 73. Highs are gonna be about 82 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds currently out of the Southeast, four miles per hour. Then we have like four days of just thunder uh, and storms. We got a lot to talk about, want a lot to catch up with you when we come back. We'll dive right into our quote and all kinds of other things right here at We Live on a Planet. I'm really happy you stopped over. Stick around. Access granted. Always granted to you. All right, here's our quote. This is from Robert Greene. And this is what Robert Greene says. The need for certainty is the greatest disease the mind faces the need for certainty is the greatest disease the mind faces robert green while the disease or the mind faces so many diseases but i think what he means really is that certainty where we always feel the need that we we have to know what's going on next that feeling of being in control and I know I suffer from that. If I don't know what's happening next or what's certain, it is one of the hardest things that my mind can face. And it can be very distracting to you. So the need for certainty is the greatest disease the mind faces. Robert Greene. I think if you try to just be living in the present and living in the now and living in the moment, then... It's not easy to do, but that might help. That could help. So where am I? Where, what have we been doing? How come I didn't put a show out Friday? Because life happens with me. I'm always dealing with stuff every day, just like you. We all have our own things that we're dealing with. And um, I was feeling a little down on the show, a little defeated, have 500-plus episodes and just wondering, feeling like a slump, making the same bread with the same recipe, but feeling like maybe I'd like to change up the recipe and the, the bread, but I don't know how because I've been making the same type of bread for how many episodes? That's my analogy. I'm using bread. And um, my buddy Kingfish really encouraged me to just keep going, just keep putting out content and the listeners that want to listen are going to be there listening and the important ones that keep coming back and he's right you know all I really need is three important listeners and I'll be happy and I have that I do it's not about the numbers I just was feeling more about what do I do next I have 500 episodes what do I do do I continue the same format I don't know what to do so I had all those uncertainties and 
the need for certainty is the greatest disease for the mind faces. And I had a lot of uncertainties. Isn't that weird? So I got to dive Saturday. Yay. Oh, I love it. It's a whole new world. <laughs> it's just fantastic. Got two great dives in. Got a brand new computer. All my computer or all my um, gear came in from Coach, including my computer. I was waiting on that. That's a Shearwater Purdex. Purdex. AI. The AI stands for uh, air integration. So the air integration unit screws onto my regulator, and then I can look right down at my wrist and at a glance know exactly how much air I have in my tank. And um, I have a brand new regulator, TUSA regulator, this year's model, and it's very small, very sleek. And my air integration system will not fit onto my new sleek regulator. So that was kind of a bummer. I was like, yeah, no. So I just need a little extender. It can be fixed. Need a little extender, put that on. It will be able to work. I was still able to use my dive computer. It needed a firmware upgrade, so I was able to do that and figure that out. And then after you dive, you dive, uh, download the Shearwater cloud app on your phone or computer. I have them on both. And it downloads your dives to the cloud, and so it will tell you everything in this dive that you did. It does it all. This computer really does it all. It will let you know if you're ascending too quickly, descending too quickly. It will let you know when to do your three-minute safety stop at 15 feet. If you're ascending or descending too quickly, the computer will let you know by vibration and also by visual, by looking right at it to slow down. So yeah, it's just, it's really nifty. It's high tech and top of the line, one of the best you can get. I figured when I was buying my gear from Coach, buy, buy the best I could get. That way it would last me a lifetime instead of nickel and diamond myself. All right, stick around. When we come back, I'm going to ramble some more. We'll be right back. Welcome back, welcome back. So like I was saying, I got to dive Saturday on the St. Lawrence River, or in the St. Lawrence River, on the shipwreck, the Keystorm, which you've heard me talk numerous times about if you follow the show. It sank in 1912, it hit a shoal. It was a coal carrier. There's still coal on board. It's pretty groovy. It's just, it's a whole new world. I need a new dive bed bag though coach gave me my coach my diving instructor gave me a smaller dive bag when I first started and it was able to fit some of my equipment but now that I have every bit of equipment it was too small of a bag so my brother-in-law who's my dive buddy Jason gave me a dive bag that he had because he is <laughs> he's a madman in a good way he is obsessed with diving, so he's buying all kinds of equipment that he can get tanks and stuff. And I think he's up to tank, 10 tanks. And he was at a sale at one place, and the guy had some dive equipment, and one of the things happened to be a dive bag. 
So, and it's older. And so it's really big, really bulky. It fits all my dive gear in there perfectly, but it's just so dang big and so heavy and bulky to carry. So I need a different dive bag with wheels that I can, and they have them, they make them. They're uh, mesh or not mesh, but the one I'm looking at is mesh and it happens to be a Tusa. And Tusa is the brand of my BCD, which is a buoyancy control device. It's also the same as my shoes for my diving. And so it would be nice to stick with the same gear. I did see it on Amazon, but I might ask Coach if I can get my hands on a dive bag with wheels through him first because I've bought everything through him, through Coach, except for my weight bag, which I found on Amazon. And when I was at his dive shop the other day picking up my weights and my new dive knife, um, I said to him, oh, I got a dive bag for my weights. And he goes, oh, what'd you buy a dive bag for? I got dive bags or weight bags. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even think to go through you, Coach. And he's been doing me so well on everything I'm buying that I might, before I pull the trigger on Amazon, ask him to see if what he uh, would price a new dive bag out. Because mine is just, like I said, it's too big. I did see... Um, the Tusa one is fits all your gear, but it's just so much smaller and streamlined, has wheels and everything. So that would be nice. Buffalo Bills football season to start very sh shortly, I think August 13th. Is it the 13th, maybe? Is their first preseason game, I think, against the Lions, Detroit? But they just signed Josh Allen for another, who's the quarterback for Bills, for five or six years uh, extension. So that is, ooh, that was loud. <laughs> Sorry about that. That was loud. Yeah, I really enjoy watching Josh Allen play. I enjoy watching the Buffalo Bills play. I, that's the only team I've ever liked. They're a hop, skip, and a jump from us here where we live in central New York. And, uh, yeah, so go Bills. Stick around. When we come back, we're going to ramble a little bit more. So magically, we are back. So I know I keep talking about scuba diving, but that's something that is new in my life and a new adventure I decided to take the plunge at 51 and uh it's awesome I hope to be able to get a dive in or two before the season ends I know you're probably thinking Patrick it's only August 9th there's plenty of season but um here where I live it can change quickly the seasons and um I think around September middle of September coach pulls his boat or the end of September out of the water which is a huge 40-foot dive boat. It's just all decked out, perfectly made for scuba diving. But I hope to get one in, and um, I hope to dive with Coach again when, once my air integration unit comes in that I will be able to put that on and be able to have that set up to my regulator. 
I would go with my brother-in-law again, who's my dive buddy, who I talked about earlier, Jason, but um, his work schedule has just been overloaded, and he just is like uh, Jack Nicholson on The Shining, except he's not crazy. All work and no play makes Jack a doll boy. He's busting butt. He is just working his butt off, and uh, we usually, we've only used my father-in-law's boat once to dive off from and it was having some motor issues last time we went out and jason got it all working right and fixed going good my father-in-law put a little bit of work in it everything was going good over the weekend um my brother-in-law said that he worked on the boat got it running real good and then he realized the what's it called the transom i think it's called is cracked and I was like, oh, that doesn't sound good. And I'm like, what the heck's a transom? The transom is the part that holds the motor to the boat, and it's cracked. So um, where where is it? Yeah. Sounds like that boat is out of the commission for this season, so we won't be diving off from that. So when I was diving, though, I dived with 14 pounds and when I first went down, it didn't seem like it was enough, so I had to surface real quickly, only a minute down. And so Coach is like, let's put two more pounds in you to get you to 16 pounds. We get down and realize 16 pounds was too heavy for me, and so I need to have 14 pounds. What's happening is I'm shallow breathing. I'm breathing too quickly. I need to work on my breath, and I trust my equipment. Um, I'm not afraid to dive. I love diving, but I do suffer from a lot of anxieties. And I'm wondering if these anxieties are coming through when I'm diving, even though I feel like it's something that is relaxing me. It could be causing me anxiety and making me shallow breathing and deep breathe or not breathing the way I should. And I'm going through my uh, uh, scuba tanks very quickly. And so coaches, like, you need to calm down. You need to slow your breath. You're so excited. And like I said, I'm not nervous. I'm not afraid to dive. It's not like I'm afraid that I'm going to run out of air. But I have the regulator in my mouth. And the one thing I keep remembering is the number one rule of scuba is never hold your breath. Always breathe. So I'm constantly in and out, in and out, instead of just in and out normally. I'm in and out quickly because I'm just, I'm new. It's brand new. It's a, it's a new thing. It'll come to me. I've been getting the encouragement from other divers on the boat that uh, I'm on the right path. I just need to practice on my breath because other than that, coach has got me floating like a Buddha, like I told you before, just the buoyancy, getting neutral buoyant, being able to get your body pitched into a dive position and then into an upright position and back and forth and without sculling your body all over and waving your arms and just using just using your, your buoyancy control device and your breath, and it's pretty amazing. It's an amazing experience. It's it's helping me with anxiety, but it causes me anxiety too. So it's kind of one of those, I think anything I do 
causes me anxiety. It's just kind of the way it is. Speaking of anxiety, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about my therapy upcoming appointment, and then we're going to learn some stuff. Stick around. Oh, you made it back, or you never went anywhere in the first place. You just got me right in your, as my friend Radio Mylar would say, right in your ear holes. You've heard me talk about Radio Mylar, or maybe this is the first time you've stopping over the show, and I'm a big fan of Canadian Politics is Boring, and that's one of his podcasts he has, him and Reese, and it's funny. So if you enjoy podcasts and you're looking for something else to listen to, Check out Canadian Politics is Boring. Fun, fun, fun show. So what was I going to talk about? Oh, I'm meeting with my therapist tomorrow. And um, that'll be good, but it's only my second time meeting with her. I, I have, it's at least it's face-to-face, which I'm happy about instead of um, over the phone. But it's it's brand new. It's hard to open up to somebody new. You know, I have a lot to that I want to work on with her, with myself, that I need to work on. And I'm hoping I'll be able to do that with her and gain some strides and get really gain out of my therapy. I think my other therapist I liked and everything, but I wasn't gaining anything. I just was going through the motions with him, but we weren't really making any progress. And it had nothing to do with his therapy training because he was a good therapist. I think that we both became complacent like in our friendship or something. And we would just kind of end up talking about other things than mental health or other things that were going on in my life. So I'm hoping with her I'm able to open up more. And Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I think I told you the medicine I was put on, I have to take a different one, though, because I realized I can't take this new med because it gets me itchy, gives me a rash, so I can't take that. I am excited. I I go from excitement, meds, to rash, (laughs) to another excitement, though. My mama love is coming into town again, so I can't wait. I'm so excited she'll be here mid-September for two weeks and we love having her come visit and stay with us when she comes here from Arizona. She just got done moving into a new house so congratulations on your new house. She is no longer renting um, which she had a sweet deal through her the guy she was renting and he had never raised the rent and everything and she was in a really nice area in Scottsdale. And she she moved to a still a nice area. It's only about 40 minutes away from where she was. But it's different. Her sister, my aunt, um, and her best friend was only a block, not even a block away from my mother. So they could basically walk to each other's homes if they wanted to. So that's got to be a little different. But she's she told me she went through her last box the other day and it's all hooked up and everything so kudos to my mama and I can't wait to see her moving's never fun that's never easy got a lot of stuff coming well not a lot of stuff coming up but my anniversary is coming up my wedding anniversary I'll be celebrating 13 years of marriage with my beautiful bride we've been together for 18 years 
And then I'm also celebrating my sobriety date. We got two can claps for that. Uh, my sobriety date is August 20th. And that will be six years sober from alcohol for me. And uh, I I can't believe it myself. Damn. Yep, that's exactly how I feel. Six years. I went to rehab almost six years ago for three months. And it was an extensive, hardcore rehab where we worked the program the AA program, and then also it was a dual diagnosis center for three months, so it dealt with mental health issues as well, which I deal with, and I'm trying not to be ashamed to talk about, and that's why I'm talking about them with you, because it's just me and you, just us friends, and I feel comfortable talking with you. All right, when we come back, we are going to... Learn something. <laughs> yeah. How was that? Suspenseful? No? Okay. Stick around. When we come back, we're going to dive into some stuff and things. We'll be right back. And just like that, we are back. And what I did when we were on the break, I pulled up my old cell phone. And went into the history.com to the History Channel's website. And on this day of history, we learned that in 1974, on August 9th, Gerald Ford becomes president after Richard Nixon resigns. Richard Nixon, I am not a crook. I'm not a crook. I don't remember Nixon as a president. The first president I remember at my age was Jimmy Carter and then from then on and I remember the presidents but okay also on this day in 21st century news in 2014 sadly Michael Brown is killed by a police officer in Ferguson Michigan and we know what happens after that it led to protests and riots and burning and it was just a terrible terrible mess Here's another one in crime. 1969, Charles Manson cult kills five, including actress Sharon Tate. Yeah, the famous Charlie Manson murders happened on this day. Art, literature, and film history. 1854, Henry David Thoreau's Walden is published. Never read it, and uh, I would like to, maybe pick it up and read it here's another 21st century news in 2010 i don't know if you remember this but a jet blue flight attendant had had it and decided to quit her job via the escape slide yeah <laughs> uh his job excuse me his job he decided to just uh dramatically quit by sliding down the style with the plane's emergency escape hatch he opened it up at uh jfk and slid down here's one in sports the olympics just got over and here's one for the olympic news jesse owens wins his fourth gold medal in the 18 or 1936 berlin 
Olympics. Uh, scrolling, scrolling, keep my fingers scrolling, scroll on. Uh, here's a sad one, and I remember this. Art, literature, and film history. 1995. Grateful Dead's Jerry Garcia dies. What a long, strange trip it was. So sad. He just was the man. I miss Jerry Garcia. I miss, I wish he was still playing. The Grateful Dead band is still playing together. And uh, they have John Mayer playing with him now. I, I'm fortunate enough that I was able to see Jerry Garcia in concert more than once. And um, I got to see the Jerry Garcia band as well. And he was just... He was one of, one of a kind, one of a kind. Uh, moving on, World War II, the last one we have. In 1945, atomic bomb is dropped on Nagasaki. A second atomic bomb is dropped on January, or on Japan by the United States at Nagasaki. I think that does it for this day of history. Got a little wrinkle on our brain. And when we come back, we will talk about, you'll have to just come back and find out, won't you? <laughs> All right, enough with the say, playing with the sound effects. We'll be right back. We are now at the fact site, thefactsite.com. And uh, I was scrolling around and looking for things that we could talk about. And this is, why are women's pockets so small? This is by Michelle Gabriel, published on May 18, 2021. And uh, I thought maybe we could, I could throw something against the wall and see if it works with the design of... Uh, the original design of women's pockets, and if you've ever wondered about pockets, but pockets have not always been associated or been in the exact form we associate them with. Specifically, women's pockets were not a, a, always attached, as they were actually separate pieces that could be worn with different outfits interchangeably. In the 17th to late 19th century, pockets were often worn under a woman's skirt and above and above their undercoat petticoat or under petticoat excuse me women were able to access these separate pockets found between these layers by openings in the side seams of their petticoats on the other hand men's pockets were sewn into each of their garment pieces similar to our items of clothing in the modern day what were pockets used for well similar to today they were used to stash our valuables in our pockets of our jeans. Pockets at the times were a place where the owners would keep their small personal items such as money, knives, keys, snacks, or thimbles. Even women's pockets had similar storage space within them, comparative to a modern handbag. Well, that makes sense. Pockets and thieves. The term pickpocket 
came about when thieves would stash the strings attaching women's pockets in the 18th and 19th century. The pocket debate often becomes a topic of gender equality, with theft being an example of the disadvantage women have had using smaller pockets. A woman's bag, which because of small pocket size is often what carries her most valuable belongings, can be stolen much easier than a man's belongings straight from his sewn-in pocket. The origins of pickpocketing trace, trace this trend back through the centuries. Designer Christian Zor, <laughs> Patrick, designer Christian Dior started in 1954. Men have pockets to keep things in women for decoration. Okay. Why pockets were once unfashionable for women. Pockets went out of fashion in the 1790s, making way for what would now be considered tiny and practical handbags. Through many still women, though many still many women still chose to wear pockets. It wasn't until later in the 1800s when we saw the shift towards smaller pockets. Similar silhouettes provided a difficult back drop for larger pockets, causing them to shrink and become more decorative pieces rather than utilitarian. Men's clothing still use pockets as a staple, but women began their full transition to a handbag, which continued on into the 1920s. While pockets are back in, in the 1920s was also, taken, was also the same decade that the women saw taking on male-inspired garments though still not the mainstream. This was what brought the pocket back into a woman's wardrobe. After a Women's Wear Daily article published in 1933 called out the potential of women's pushing into what is traditionally men's styling and silhouettes, more and more women gravitated toward this style. Though, though men's style was becoming increasingly prevalent in women's clothing, so was the purse. This kept the function of pockets in women's garments to be less about utility and more about style and fashion. Hmm. Kind of interesting about pockets? I don't know. How did jeans change po uh, people's perception of the pocket? Another cause of the lack of pockets in women's clothing is derived from the thought that women's garment needed to be slim. Although these pockets added unnecessary fabric and therefore taking away from the typical slim fe feminine silhouette expected, society began to take notice again of this inconvenient dilemma that they have been putting on women, women once jeans became into style. Jeans altered the mindset that people had about pockets and clothing. With the durability that the denim garment provided, people began realizing the benefits of large pockets and how we view them today so pocket sizes today a study done by putting measured 80 pair of blue jeans with 32 inch waistbands from some of the world's largest retailers the study shows that in comparison to men's pocket women pockets are 6.5 percent narrower and entirely 48 percent shorter the study also measures back pockets which still showed a smaller difference with an average of 5% shorter. 
but not as significant as the front pockets. So, yeah, that's it about pockets. I hope that was kind of... Yeah, pockets. We'll be right back. Well, I think that wraps up an episode, another episode of We Live on a Planet, episode 502, The Need for Certainty. Thank you so much for your time, your support, your encouragement. I appreciate you more than you know. It is a joy to have you stop by and share your time with me. If you want to get a hold of me, please reach out to my website, WLOAP.com. From there, you can leave me a voice message or an email or just a hello of how are you doing? I would appreciate that. Also, please tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. It's one of the ways We Live on a Planet grows wheels. Word of mouth is one of the greatest advertisements out there. So if you're enjoying We Live on a Planet, tell a friend or family member to subscribe today so they don't miss out on any episodes. All right, my friends, as always, do your best to stay curious and not judgmental today. And I will talk to you again real soon. Should we end it off with our um, our ending? I think we should, huh? Yeah, why not? Got to. There we go. Peace, my friends. <laughs>